Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to Hemp Present. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Friends, I am Vivian McPeak, and this is Hemp Present. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or topic for Hemp Present, email me at hempresent at gmail.com. Today's guest on Hemp Present, Heather Manus RN, is a native New Mexican and registered nurse specializing in all aspects of medical cannabis care. Nurse Heather began her career as a registered nurse providing psychiatric home health care to patients in New Mexico. She has extensive background and experience in natural healing modalities and herbal remedies, some of which she obtained from her close association with Hispanic and Native American healers in New Mexico. Her vast knowledge and holistic approach to individualized patient care have been the cornerstone of her success as a nurse, educator, entrepreneur, and promoter of health. And I'm excited to have her right here with me today to tell you so much more. Welcome back, Heather, to Cannabis Radio. Hello, Vivian. Thank you for having me on your show today. I'm excited to chat with you. Yes, I should really say welcome back to Hemp Present because you're often on Cannabis Radio and we will get to that. Um, you are a registered nurse and also a practitioner in natural healing modalities. Now, let me go out on a limb with a characterization and please correct me if I get anything wrong. America largely has a pharmaceutical-based medical system where a doctor might spend an average of seven minutes with the patient, largely to determine what petrochemical-based drug they will prescribe to treat that patient's condition. A, naturopath, a naturopathic doctor might look for deficiencies or imbalances within the patient's system and then provide the body the support and nutrients it needs to achieve healing. Am I, am I far off base? No, you, it sounds pretty good. I mean, you, you did your homework there, Vivian. Um, 
you know, me- regular healthcare as we know it is very much pharmaceutically based. And you're right, physicians don't spend much time with patients. And naturopaths really do look at systems and connections and energetic uh, lines of flow to make sure that the hot and cold is just right and, and that balance is obtained. But you're a cannabis nurse as well. Can you explain to us how cannabis fits into this scenario? What does cannabis medicine offer that we will not find in conventional allopathic or naturopathic medicine? Well, and I like to look at cannabis and just say, you know, cannabis, a lot of times people will say cannabis is a gateway drug. And I say, actually, cannabis is a gateway to health. And one of the cool things about cannabis is that when you start to use it to balance your body systems and you use it to relax or to sleep or to reduce your pain, that you find that um, in a lot of in a lot of ways, you'll have more energy and you'll be more thoughtful and you'll put your time into doing things that are better for your body. You know, I think that stoner stereotype of um, lazy on the couch, eating Cheetos, watching Netflix and and getting fat and out of shape isn't necessarily um, associated with cannabis anymore. We're seeing more uh, lifestyle changes that are happening where people will use cannabis and then go for a hike or spend time in nature um, or go or garden or something of that nature. So uh, cannabis can really help to increase our quality of life. And that's what we see uh, clinically is if nothing else, it helps patients feel better. And that's what we're going for. And just add that cannabis is also a gateway to economic recovery, but that's, that's for an entirely different show. Um, when when we say you're a cannabis nurse, we're not talking about the sexualized cosplay 420 nurses that one might see at a cannabis event, but an actual medical practitioner specializing in the medicinal aspects of cannabis and the endocannabinoid system. How did this aspect of your approach to medicine evolve? How did Nurse Heather become Canon Nurse Heather? Oh, that's a that's kind of a long story. I've always, I've had a relationship with cannabis personally, since I was about 15 years old, but um, I really learned about the medical benefits of cannabis when I started seeing patients that were utilizing it. And I was able to ask them how they were using it, why they were using it, what benefits they saw. And I really began to understand more about cannabis as medicine, which led me to learn more um, through conferences and science and research to really start to understand the endocannabinoid system. So when we talk about cannabis nurses, what we're really talking about are nurses that have learned about the endocannabinoid system and are caring for that system in patients. Nurses have specialties in general, um, but unfortunately, we're not taught about the endocannabinoid system in nursing school or medical school for that matter. So the, when once you learn about this system, it kind of, uh, I always say it blows the top of your head off. You kind of go, wow, why didn't I learn about this sooner? It makes everything else make a little more sense. And uh, cannabis nurses are nurses who understand the endocannabinoid system. Uh, Heather, the, the landscape is really evolving in terms of public and professional awareness of the medicinal promise that cannabis offers. What kind of reaction have you had from the mainstream medical community, both initially and also more recently, uh, to your canon nurse identity and practice? Have you experienced any pushback or criticism from the allopathic medical community over your being a very public proponent of cannabinoid, cannabinoid therapeutics? And if so, has that been changing as awareness of the medicinal properties of cannabis has evolved? 
Uh, that's a great question. Um, I think in the early days, you know, I would gauge the the audience. <laughs> Who was I talking to? Whether I would tell them that I was a cannabis nurse or not. Um, over time, I, I've become less um, nervous to disclose that. Definitely in the nursing community, we are still at risk, Vivian. There are nurses that are losing their jobs. They're losing their licenses. Um, and some of these nurses, when they lose their license because they're using cannabis, they actually get a criminal record. And so it's it's just stifles a, a nurse's ability to take care of herself with her livelihood and her profession. And so um, there is a lot of pushback still. I think in the earlier days, you would get like eye rolls from people. Now that it's become more mainstream, you're getting more curiosity but it's not that, you know, nurses and doctors are not motivated to seek out this information. They don't even know that they should Google the endocannabinoid system. And so a lot of the work that I do is try to be loud, try to be out there because I'm not afraid to be judged by um, traditional, you know, healthcare practitioners. I want them to know that there is an endocannabinoid system and that it's vital to healthcare and it's vital to our well being and balance. And it's vital that doctors and nurses are knowledgeable about this system so that when they start seeing patients, which they already are, there's legal access across the country. Um, when they start seeing these patients, they can have intelligent conversations with their patients about their cannabis use. And, and, and not culture profile them, right? Yeah, that's that's right. And because a lot of it, there's there's judgment that comes into it. And sometimes healthcare providers don't even realize that they have a judgment. They just think that they're right, that that's the way that it is. Um, and if they're not seeking out that information to be more well-informed, they're really missing the boat on having those conversations with patients that want to have those conversations with us, but they're not going to have those conversations if they feel judged or stigmatized in any way. Speaking of the nursing community, you are a founding member of Cannabis Nurses Network, a global network of nurses educated in the cannabinoid system and cannabis medicine. What more can you tell us about the Cannabis Nurses Network and what kind of programs or projects uh, are you involved in? Oh, I love the network. We have, you know, just a great group of nurses that are all wanting to network together to support one another, love one another. The mission of Cannabis Nurses is to empower nurses through education, opportunity, recognition, and advocacy. And those are our four cornerstones of our network. We take them all very seriously. And everything that we do um, revolves around one of those four cornerstones. So we do provide continued education. We do an annual conference every year um, for continued education. We have a, a really robust online platform with, we have our own app and everything, Vivian. It's so cool for us to be able to support one another in our personal endeavors, as well as uh, collaborating together to take on bigger things like nursing protections and, and advocacy for nurses and their professional um, protection. Wow, how cool, how, how kind of groundbreaking that is. Um, Heather, I want to get into the exciting new projects that you're involved in after the coming break. But before we do, um, I'm really interested in, in uh, your development as a proponent of natural healing was partially influenced by your interactions with Hispanic and Native American healers in New Mexico, uh, where you're based. What can you tell us about that? How did all that transpire? 
Well, I was born and raised in the Four Corners area of New Mexico, right on the Navajo Reservation, right on the border of the Navajo Reservation. And um, I, I married an, a Navajo man and I have native children. And um, it was just part of the culture that I was raised in, in that area. There's a heavy influence of Hispanic culture as well as Native American culture. And I just had the wonderful opportunity to be mentored and taught and loved um, by so many amazing healers, both in my family and my extended family and my friends. And uh, I just gathered up that information like a sponge from the time I was young. And it just helped build who I am and what my knowledge base has, has become. So is that more like plant-based medicine? Yeah, plant-based medicines or, you know, going out, understanding nature, understanding what plants are used for what, um, how to collect and gather up those um, those herbs or those plant resins or whatever it is that we're working with, even to know where to go dig clay to make pottery, um, all of all of that, just knowing the land, being one with the land and knowing how to utilize what's there for self-sustainability. Um, I learned traditional medicine making where we would gather together uh, with the family, the women would make the medicine and then we would disperse that throughout the community. So I had ingrained in me natural ways of staying healthy and utilizing nature to support our human experience um, from those cultural standpoints. And I just feel really blessed to have had those wonderful and teachers in my life. I try to uh, share what I do know with others along my journey. Uh, we have a little under a minute to the first break, but when cannabis is federally legalized, when, when prohibition is defeated, do you anticipate that cannabis medicine will slowly penetrate uh, mainstream medicine? I don't think it's going to be slow. I think it's going to happen quickly. Um, you know, I worry a little bit about about things for industry because I do see that big pharma is going to come in pretty hard, pretty hot and heavy. They've kind of been sitting in the wings waiting for this federal um, descheduling and, and legalization. Um, but I do believe that, you know, the home grow, just being able to grow cannabis in your garden, like tomatoes is going to be a healthy way. Um, also having, you know, the, the industries state to state that, that you'll be able to access adult use cannabis, um, as well as we'll start to see an even bigger presence than what we're currently seeing with like GW pharmaceuticals and whatnot. We'll start seeing a lot more, um, cannabis preparations made through the pharmaceutical companies. Can't wait. Can't wait. It is time to roach this segment and uh, take a quick break and come right back with Canon nurse, Heather Manis. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back with Nurse Heather. 
Heather, you know, cannabis media is mostly alternative media, um, but it's it's time that we kind of break into the mainstream. Uh, and I have intel that you have a new media project called Nurse Talk. Uh, what can you enlighten us about uh, about Nurse Talk? Yeah, I'm so excited. You know, I'm I'm working with uh, Carrie Cardi and 420 Media. We've been, um, you know, doing a, a lot of a lot of interviews and doing a lot of different shoots for a while now. And we've created this great concept called Nurse Talk. We're going to be launching on her new network on 4-2021. So, uh, you know, 4-20 this year, I have something extra exciting to look forward to. And um, I'm really excited about it because I'll be um, interviewing guests and experts, nurses, doctors, patients, parents, athletes, um, pioneers, and, and really talking about the endocannabinoid system and starting to break down that stigma of, you know, cannabis media just being that recreational market and start to have these conversations on a more mainstream um, platform. And so I, I like to stay within my lane. So, you know, Carrie would be able to tell you exactly which stations I know it's on. It's on everything. Um, and if you go to a new cannabis channel.com, you can uh, sign up, receive all the information about when it will be launching. You'll get all the exciting uh, information as it comes about, but I can talk about and I have interviewed some really amazing people, Vivian, and some of them, you know, so like Lisa Buchanan is mm. a nurse uh, from, from Seattle there where you are. Um, we have her interviewed. Also, Dr. Sunil Agarwal, who um, is also there in Seattle. And both the hemp, interest both hemp fest people. And I was about to say also David Rines and Rick uh, Cusick. And those interviews were actually done during hemp fest. Nice. So we're going to be, you know, hemp presenting big time <laughs> <laughs> during nurse talk. <laughs> nice, nice. How exciting. And that's and that's video, right? It is. Yes. Excellent. It's, it's, a, Excellent. it's, a, it's a new TV channel and I know it's on Roku and Fire Stick and all of the new great ways that you can consume me, uh, media. And so this this network will be launching and Nurse Talk will be one of the shows on the network. And so we're thrilled because we're finally getting to reach uh, mainstream in a bigger way and really have our voices elevated. And I know we've been doing it, you know, trying to get out there more and more over time and we've seen more documentaries and we've been reaching mainstream, but I'm excited to join that, to join those ranks and be able to, to bring the voices of these amazing people to the forefront. That's so exciting because, you know, if you want to reform, you have to inform, uh, you know, and uh, and man, I think it's very possible that you might be educating doctors on cannabis uh, in the process even, uh, you know, because you almost can't blame the doctors because they're not taught about the endocannabinoid system. You know what I mean? They have they don't necessarily have access to the information. Is that right? Yeah. And it almost feels counterintuitive for them to be like, well, what do you mean? There's this whole other system. I went to medical school and I paid a lot of money to go through medical school. And, you know, they certainly, if there was a 12th human body system, they would have taught me about it. Um, but what we're, what we're seeing right now is that in only 13% of medical schools is the endocannabinoid system even mentioned. 
and and none of them are really going into depth about it. And I say that, uh, you know, the endocannabinoid system and the information we can glean from it is really a revolution in healthcare. And cannabis was the plant messenger that brought this information to the forefront. So I keep my alliance with this plant because the truth that she's able to bring forward to us is just, um, it's amazing. And we're learning more and more all the time. Along that line, what developments in the field of cannabis medicine are you most excited about these days? Oh, you know, I, I know, that's, heard, a big, that's a big subject. I know there's a lot of research going on, which is exciting. Um, I am excited to see the research coming through because that's the way that we'll be able to see through the scientific method that how cannabis is beneficial. We're going to learn more and more. Um, and I'm grateful for that. I'm glad that the research is happening. I come from a clinical space. So, and really just from a healer perspective where I know this plant works, I know that it's beneficial in so many different ways. And if what we need is this research to show that healthcare practitioners can add it to create an evidence-based practice, that's wonderful. Um, but I'm looking forward to the research and the findings coming out to validate what it is that we've been seeing as these great benefits for so many years with patients. You know, the, the whole cannabis movement is a patient's movement, Vivian, you know that. Um, it's it, it, This industry has been built on the backs of patients who have been fighting for their rights to uh, have freedom of choice to consume plants. And this it's it's really imperative that um, we remember those who have pioneered this movement, but it's also great to see these added layers of more research, more science, uh, nurses, doctors coming to start sharing this message. And you know, I think that this this topic is even more profound as America is in the grips of a deadly opioid epidemic, right? And nobody's ever died from an overdose of cannabis and, you know, the biggest uh, risk is maybe falling asleep with a bag of potato chips. Well, and that was the most profound thing for me in my practice. I was a home health psychiatric nurse. And so a lot of the patients that I worked with were on opioids. And it was amazing when we would start to incorporate cannabis into their, uh, into their medical regime that they, what happened was, is they started using less opioids. They were less um, concerned about making sure that their opioids lasted because it was lasting because they didn't need to take them as often. And, the, and it was really exciting when I was able to help a patient and watch them through their journey of reducing their opioids. And when they finally were able to either get off of them completely or at least reduce them by 50%, um, most of the, about 80% of the time I was able to actually discharge a patient from home health because they were no longer homebound once they were not um, you know, stuck on these opioids. So I'm, I'm grateful to this plant that it's been able to, again, increase the quality of lives of so many people and save lives. Um, you know, opioids kill, they do, they're deadly and cannabinoids um, can help. You know, I think it's Dr. Uma who says cannabis is an exit drug from opioids and, and narcotics. And so I'm, I have to agree because I've seen it clinically as well. So once again, the truth is the polar opposite of the narrative that prohibitionists have been advancing for literally decades. Yeah. Right. And it's it's just this misinformation. And again, we don't know what we don't know until we know. 
but once we learn, we can't unknow that. I mean, it's it's there. And so uh, we've just got to keep spreading this, helping everyone understand that they have an endocannabinoid system and feeding that system and supporting their they're creating balance and well-being within themselves. And, and that tends to ripple effect out, um, not just from that individual, but to their family and unity. And uh, we could all use a little balance these days. Indeed, indeed. As a Libra, I support balance. Um, we have a little under two minutes uh, till the next break. We are experiencing, I don't know, I would kind of call it a CBD fad of sorts at the moment. What are your thoughts on CBD and and might we be better served by looking at full-spectrum cannabis with all the cannabinoids for the entourage effect? Oh, should we? Yes. I mean, the CBD thing just freaked me out. You and I have been around for a while. You much longer than I. You are a pioneer. But um, I was a little taken back when CBD took took everybody by storm. And, you know, I was talking to someone the other day and I said, if I hear another nurse say I'm a CBD nurse and I'm part of this MLM, you know, marketing scheme, ah, I'm just going to rip my hair out. And I've got a lot of hair. It's long too. I've uh, got power braids, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm there's, there's a meme out there that says come for the CBD, stay for the THC. And nice. I, really, I really like that because it's not just THC and CBD, obviously whole plant is the the most beneficial all of the cannabinoids all of the terpenoids all the flavonoids all the everything that's delicious and good about this plant um all in one there and you know there's cannabinoids we don't know about there's flavonoids we don't know about you know there's things in this plant that we're still trying to learn about and so to feel that isolating all these different components the way to go. Um, it's going to happen just by nature. That's how pharmaceuticals are born. And that's kind of how they do things is they take from nature, rip it apart, find the active constituents, market it, you know, sell it <laughs> and do it that, that way. But um, definitely people who, you know, they, the, the individual cannabinoids are great, but the magic happens with, with full plant medicine. And uh, I'll stick to that as long as I live. Very, very good. We're going to take another break and come right back with Canna nurse Heather Manis and the magic of the gift of cannabis. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back for the final segment of Hemp Present with Canon Nurse Heather Manis. Uh, Heather, I could talk to you for hours. 
um, but we unfortunately don't have quite that much time. Um, I would be remiss if I did not mention that you have your own podcast right here on Cannabis Radio. Um, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, Vivian, we're podcast neighbors. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we are still spreading good news with Nurse Heather on CannabisRadio.com. And we we started up a whole new season where we are highlighting amazing cannabis nurses who are um, part of our speakers bureau at the Cannabis Nurses Network. And part of what we do through the network is this professional development. And we um, have a speaking coach that trains our speakers and we give them opportunities then to speak at conferences, to do webinars, um, and all these areas of media so that they can get comfortable spreading their message as speakers. And one of those uh, outlets that we have is right here at CannabisRadio.com with Good News with Nurse Heather. And so we've just had some fantastic guests um, who are nurses that are doing something different. And that's the cool thing about cannabis nurses. We're not all doing the same thing. We live in different places. Our realities are different and our specialties are different. So it's a lot of fun to bring our nurses on and have them talk about their good news and share that with our listeners. Cool. Is uh, there anything else that we haven't covered that you would like to add uh, while we still have a few minutes to talk? Can I ask you a question? <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, we'll, I, no, I, I think we're slowly, uh, slowly melding into your podcast. Yes, absolutely. Ask me anything. I will be completely big. dishonest with you. No, just kidding. Perfect. That's the way I like it. Um, no, I just wanted to ask how you're doing. I know 2020 has been rough for everyone. And, um, you know, uh, what, what can us nurses do to help support the uh, Hemp Fest community and you, our beloved Vivian McPeak? Well, blessings to you for asking that. Um, that is so cool. Yes, it is. I am the, uh, the president of the organization that produces Seattle Hemp Fest for the last 30 years. Um, and, and for those that might not know, because it's no longer in my intro, uh, Hemp Fest it has been the largest annual cannabis reform event in the world um, and the largest free speech event in America uh, that happens every year. Um, and yes, the COVID pandemic has not only been brutal on everybody else, it's been brutal on us as well. And I just want to you know, note the tragic loss of 500,000 Americans and, and you know, way more people all over the world to this pandemic. Um, yeah, HempFest has had a hard time. We, the, we had to suspend the event last year uh, entirely. And I doubt that the event will happen actually this year in the parks um, in Seattle. Uh, we did a really cool uh, live stream event last October. We're going to do another large live stream event uh, this year, along with you know millions of other live stream events, um, and try to make our mark. Um, but uh, we are uh, you know we are are trimming the fat and preparing to bounce back in 2022 with an epic Seattle Hemp Fest because our mission's not done. Um, but this show is done, and uh, <laughs> uh, I want to thank you. Heather, you are such an awesome person and such a, a gift to the cannabis community um, and such a good friend. I want to thank you so much for being back on the show, um, and I look forward to checking out more of your own podcasts. Thank you so much, Vivian. I love you dearly. And to all your listeners, go check out a newcannabischannel.com, cannabisnursesnetwork.com, and we will see you next time or hear you next time. Okay, hempy trails. 
That concludes this installment of Hampton on Canvas Radio. When it comes to prohibition, you got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find your voice and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong and get involved in the struggle to end cannabis prohibition for good. Turn up the music, maestro. I'm out. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.